1: Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens of
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, in the House E, we have Orange Theory.
0: That's what's up. We truly have one of my favorite homies in the house Today. Who doesn't know this name around this the greater Wichita area? Mr. Jacob Wayman. What's up, Jake?
3: <laughs> Not a lot, I think. Who I need to make the check out to? Don for that introduction or, or what?
0: <laughs> make it out to no.
3: me, obviously, <laughs> well,
0: and only take cash.
3: Yeah. Thank you both very oh, yes. much for having me on. I know, I know we've been trying a few times to be on this podcast. So I'm excited to be on. You guys have had a lot of great leaders and entrepreneurs before me, so I'm excited to be a part of it.
0: Well, we are excited to have you here. So, Tell us a little bit about who you are, Jacob. What do you do?
3: What do I do? Uh, That's a loaded question.
0: Well, maybe start with who you are.
3: (laughs) So as they said, um, my name is Jacob Wayman. I was actually born and raised here in, in Wichita. So love the Wichita area, love everything that's done for me. But professionally, I do a lot of different things. As you all know, I'm also the owner of Orange Theory Fitness alongside my wife. And then I also am very active in the community through the Rotary Club, through Leadership Wichita, through the Salvation Army then I also serve as an employee benefits consultant for hub international as well. So, um, I, I use every hour of my 24 hours in a day is what I do. I've been very fortunate to be in this community, very blessed with all the opportunities that have presented my way.
0: For sure. Like I said earlier, everyone knows your name. Like you and I, we've known each other for a number of years through our community building efforts. Mm-hmm. Like we're both in Rotary Leadership Wichita as trustees and you're just all over the place. And I get really excited when I hear that I'm going somewhere and you are there. So let's talk about just a little bit about Orange Theory. Okay. So that's how many years have you uh, been in, in operation?
3: Yeah. So my wife and I, we purchased the Orange Therapy Fitness Studios here in town in January of 2020. So they were actually previously around before us, and then we purchased them for the previous franchisee. So just celebrated three years of being the owners of the studios here in Wichita. Well,
0: that's awesome. Congratulations. So three years and the the studio is out east. That's where I had my membership, close to my house. You want to share where that location is?
3: Yeah, that location's at 13th and Webb. So everybody knows where Whole Foods is at. So we're on the other side of that office complex. And then we also have our West Side location. So I tell people we're on the other side of where Homegrown's at. So 29th and Mays and 13th and Webb. So locations you can't miss and the great places to be.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's talk about Orange Theory. And what is, tell me what the thing is for our, for our listeners who've not been, had the opportunity to come in and enjoy one of the fantastic workouts that you never have the same workout twice that I, I and that's real. It's never the same workout. <laughs> yeah. But what's the Orange Theory model and what makes it so different?
3: I know if my staff watches this, they're going to probably giving me marks if I don't hit the 30 second pitch perfectly. So I'm going to rough it a little bit. So I mean, And, uh, and that's, I know that's Coach
0: gonna... AJ's going to be the one who's saying something and looking at you.
3: Oh yeah. And my wife too. I mean, yeah. everybody. And so, yeah. Okay. so yeah, I see like, I, they're the ones that do the work. I'm just the face. That's what I just tell them. So Orange Theory Fitness is a full-body, one-hour group fitness workout where we actually tie everything to your heart rate. So when people are in the workouts, everybody's wearing a heart rate monitor. So the workouts are personalized to you based on your heart rate. So the beautiful thing about Orange Theory, I like to call it the multivitamin of workouts because you could have somebody as young as 21, 22 years old working out and right next to somebody who's 75, 80 years old working out in the same workout all at once because it's all personalized to your heart rate. So it hits every single part of your body and every single workout. And like Ebony said, it's, every workout is different because we actually have a team of exercise physiologists through our franchise that are actually designing these workouts for us. And so you're going to come in and you're, no matter what you're going to do, you're going to get a great workout. So you don't have to think about anything. You come check everything at the door and you know you're going to walk out feeling better about yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. That is true. The one thing when you go, and just for me, when I would go to other places, you know, you have to kind of think about it. You sit around, you stretch a little bit. You may people watch and not actually do a lot of the workout. When you get to Orange Theory, that you, you're hitting the door and you're going. And so there's a couple stations you can go to. So do you want to talk a little bit about what that looks like?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So in every workout, we incorporate treadmills, rowers, and the weight floor. And so in every single one of those, you have a most certified personal trainer that's leading the workout. So you're not just jumping on a treadmill and, you know, clicking six miles an hour and just hoping that like maybe I'm gonna get a good workout. You have a coach guiding you through the workout and making sure that you get the most of your workout. And then same with on the rowers, you're being guided through how to work the rower, how to effectively use the rower, because the rowers are something that you use 85% of your muscles in this, but you're using less impact than you would if you're doing like okay. jump squats, for an example. And then on the weight floor, we incorporate dumbbells, body weight movements, TRX straps, Bosu balls. Like every workout is different, so there's a different combination of all of those workouts. But you touch every one of those locations in the workout. Then our treadmills, like I I need to actually say this because our treadmills are like the Ferraris of treadmills because they actually take forty percent of the impact off of your knees that you would if you were running, say on the sidewalk or on the road. So it helps people who've had knee or ankle issues to be able to feel that running again and be able to come in and do that. And a lot of people achieve more than what they ever thought they could on a treadmill. So we try to, and we incorporate technology throughout all of that, science throughout all of that. I mean, it's basically almost like a science experiment every single time you work, come into the class because you're combining all of those things to produce a good workout.
0: Set this for Don so he can know what different stations are there so he can join us. And uh, but that treadmill, it's it's true. I hate the okay. treadmill, but I tell you what, the ones at your place, Jacob, it made me feel like I could do it, right? And it, I hated it, and I would always dread it when I first came in. But it ended up being my favorite module.
3: The endorphins you get from the treadmill block—it's an amazing, amazing feeling. I mean. It's something that I used to dread having to run all the time, but then getting on those things, I just feel like I, you know, I'm running in the Olympics for for or whatever it feels like. So it's something that I really, I love those machines. I'll just well,
0: say that. Well, speaking about running in the Olympics, you just had a time that you just posted what last week or the week before last. That's like unbelievable. Because wasn't it like five under five minutes that you ran that mile?
3: Yeah, I ran my mile in four minutes and 57 seconds.
0: That is crazy. That is, you had to be, I, you were flying, obviously, but nevertheless. Okay, back to Orange Theory. So you and your wife have, she coaches as well. So I don't know
3: if you yes. mentioned that.
0: Yep. She's one of the yep. coaches.
3: And that's actually how we met was through Orange Theory. So we have a, a really cool love story, actually, in Orange Theory. It's a fun story about how we ended up together at or- through Orange Theory.
0: Well, I think it's the whole story about Orange Theory because you actually received your degree in what?
3: So, I actually went to school to be a hospital administrator.
0: Exactly. So, let's talk about this pathway. You know, another th- thing that you were passionate about is like E2E and Nexus and the mm-hmm. entrepreneurial world. And yep. you actually, this was not your passion or your thought. You never knew that you would be a, an owner in
3: this way. No, I, I did not. So, my path is it's not linear. A lot of people say the past success is never straight. And mm-hmm. mine is is something like that. I'm still on that path. But I went to school to be a hospital administrator. So I ventured up to Kansas City to get my master's in hospital administration and was down that path for for quite some time. And then I decided I wanted to get back home to Wichita. And when I got home to Wichita, I was still in the healthcare field working in the insurance world. And then I got introduced to One Million Cups. And so I helped launch the One Million Cups chapter here in Wichita with a few other folks because I had actually been involved in Kansas City. And so it was one thing that I saw that wasn't in Wichita. And so that kind of sent me on a different trajectory. I was still working in the health insurance industry, but running One Million Cups. During that time, EDE was coming into reality here in Wichita. And for those that don't know, EDE is now called Nexus. So those are familiar with that name. EDE was the original name. And so... Then I got the attention of the folks that were setting up EDE and they said, hey, we're going to be launching this business accelerator and we need somebody to run it. Would you be interested? And I was a little torn because I went to school to be this hospital administrator, work in the healthcare field. And I said, okay, well, what do I need to do? And so thought on it, prayed on it a lot and decided it was what I needed to do because I could put a pause on that career of the healthcare administration path and do something that was very impactful in Wichita. And that's something that I'm always looking for is how do I make an impact in this community? And what are ways to do that? I do that through obviously leadership Wichita. I do it through being an honorary commander at Connell Air Force Base through my Rotary Club. So and then I jumped on board with EDE and helped launch the business accelerator there. And during that time, I worked with, I believe, 20, 20 different early stage startup companies. And so that was a lot of fun because it introduced me to really what startup culture is, what entrepreneurship okay. is. I did grow up in a family business, so I was familiar with entrepreneurship, but only from the outside looking in. Grandpa used to say this when I was younger that when I would complain about having to mow lawns or whatever for their properties, there's no child labor laws in family businesses. So, yeah, you know, I didn't that's know not. back then I was being instilled into me entrepreneurial values, and yeah. so you know, and that's when at EDE, you know, I. I fell in love with the idea of ownership of owning a business, running a business, be innovative. But I'm not that idea guy. Like I've never been the person who can say, Oh, I want the latest, greatest mobile app or the latest, greatest, you know, this. I don't know. I don't create that, but I can execute something. I can see something that's been created and say, Okay, how do you build a business plan around it? How do you really develop that idea? And and that's when my path after ED kind of took a weird turn. I spent some time working in the construction industry. I jumped back into the the insurance world again too, and but during that time I was still involved in the startup world because I started Startup Grind in the community. And Startup Grind was an organization through Google that actually uh, brings entrepreneur like successful entrepreneurs on the stage and we do a fireside chat with them. So we've had Scott Redler, we've had Jeff Turner, we had Chase Coke, we had Cheryl Wolford. We've had a number, number of individuals that have come on stage. And Christina Long, who was actually our moderator through that. And that was a lot of fun doing that. But I was always staying in touch with the entrepreneurial community. And then Orange Theory came into the picture back in 2018 for me. So I actually joined Orange Theory as a member. And so I was looking for a good workout. I was going to the YMCA before that. And so I was looking for something different. And as you know, Ebony, when you go in there, something in your competitive nature just kind of kicks off in Kids Orange Man. Theory. Yeah. And that's what it brought out of me. I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is invigorating. You know, it's something that I get excited about. And so I was seeing for like things improving my fitness level, those sort of things. And so fell in love with it. And then I took one of my wife's class. So I didn't know who she was before this. And so I actually took one of her classes and I actually got kicked out of the class. So in Orange Theory, it's reservation-based, so there's a set number of spots per class. So only that many people can be in that class. Well, I was the person who wasn't supposed to be in that class. I didn't reserve a spot. I just showed up and walked in and kind of broke all the rules. And so somebody had to be asked to leave, and that was me. And so my wife had to come tell me that I needed to leave class. And so I came back the next class after that and and made a joke about it you know we we laughed a little became friends and then we actually started dating and then I actually proposed to her at Orange Theory. Proposal. Yeah. 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 Proposed to her in June of 19 then we were married in August of 19 and then we started the conversations to purchase Orange Theory in October of 19 and then we bought it in January 2020. So yeah, my path wow. has been interesting when I when I look back on how I've gotten to where I'm at today. And it's only I've only I've been back in Wichita for close to six six seven years now, and it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, this community has blessed me in many 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 ways,
0: and you've blessed the community as well. And but can I just say, wow, what a powerful love story! And the fact that you guys hit it off immediately and then was able to begin building business. And and Mm -hmm. building a life together in that way is absolutely fantastic and it's benefiting our entire community. So thank you for what you do and all that you do with the entrepreneurship piece. Tell me, you know, and and then I'm going to turn it over to Don here in a second, but I am curious, a lot of people go to these things and didn't realize that you helped launch One Million Cups and things like that. Why is that important? Why did you think that was important to bring to Wichita and that was a piece of our ecosystem that was desired and that we needed.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because when I was in Kansas City, I saw collisions happening. Collisions with people the natural
0: collisions, right? Yeah, the
3: natural collisions. Not yeah. not not saying, hey, these two people need to meet, but just creating an environment for collisions to happen. And also just to tell stories. As you both know, with Don in your background and, and radio and Ebony with yours and, and economic development, it's all about stories. I mean, stories are so powerful. And that's where you create an environment. One million cups, people are telling a story about their startup, their startup story they're still getting started and they need advice. They need something, a place to feel safe to talk about their business, to be able to feel that natural place they can say, hey, this is me. I need some some advice from the community. And on the flip side with Startup Grind, I was actually in Dallas, Texas when I was researching. I was researching EDE. I was trying to figure out what accelerators are. So I went to Dallas and I visited a startup accelerator down there. And I saw the Startup Grind logo. And I said, Hey, what is this? And they kind of shared with me a little bit about what it was. And I was like, this would be something phenomenal in in Wichita. And the thing is, is everything that I've been a part of creating, it wasn't me creating it. It was something that I saw in another community. And I just put Mm -hmm. Wichita spin on it. But really what it boils down to is like, we just needed an environment, whether people be my cups, E to E or startup grinder, what have you, but an environment that people can come together and just Talk about entrepreneurship, talk about startups, whether you want to support an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur or, you know, or be a service provider, what have you. But that's something that I didn't see in Wichita was that culture of just rallying around entrepreneurs that we had, we've had in the past, but Mm -hmm. it was bringing that back. And it's really cool to see now today is I'm still involved in those from just an attendee standpoint. I go and attend to those things, but I'm not running them. But it's cool to see the next wave of people of community leaders that are seeing those things forward and continuing them forward because, you know, that's one thing that we have to find more of in Wichita is more of these community leaders that want to help grow the community because a small group of people can't do the heavy lifting. They need yeah. more people helping lift that. It's a rising tide raves all boats. And so that's my biggest thing is I want to look back and know that I brought meaning to people, I brought joy to people, and I really had an impact. And I can look back and say, yes, you know, what we did there actually made a difference in the community. Jacob, I
2: appreciate our, our friendship. And we've had some good conversations in the past, but you mentioned something that I just got to figure this out. You're trying to tell me that Ebony frequents your establishment on a regular basis. That, <laughs> Wait
0: that what- a minute. Wait, are you jealous yeah. you can you can frequent it as well now, hey, don't, I'm talking about I me.
2: we're talking about you right now <laughs> <laughs> so, cause she um, said you so because she said she works hard you she said she works it's hard. Just a good can workout you give, can you give me the list of the equipment that she works hard uh, on because okay. we're trying to get her to work hard here at Evergy. Uh, so if you can give me the list of equipment maybe uh, i can do a purchase order and get those at Evergy. And she can work hard for us.
0: Oh, my
2: hey,
3: gosh. Don, Don, I'll do I'll it do even better for you. We could do a team workout for the Evergy team, and we can have you guys all come together, including you, to actually do the workout with, with her. I love
0: that.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. I got to see it for my own eyes, because I, I don't believe it. I just don't <laughs> believe it. But uh, Everyone's hearing to it sh- here. <laughs> I mean, welcome to the show, my man. It's good to see you again. I mean... We've had this talk about entrepreneurship over the years and I'm very interested now that you've got this big thing going on with Orange Theory, what kind of culture are you trying to create within your employees at Orange Theory?
3: That's a great question. If you come to Orange Theory, most of the people that we employ are typically college-age students or are a little after college age students. So for personal trainers, I'll start there. So with personal trainers, I mean, We are one of the best kept secrets for trainers in the industry because we provide them with an environment to be the best or personal trainer they can be, but also not having to think that they have to work from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. You know, we allow them the opportunity to come execute a, a really good class and coach the people that are there. So what we try to do for people that are in the fitness industry is we don't want them to burn out. We want them to find joy every single day when they come to our studio to make an impact on our members. And that's something that I see a lot of is it's it's a community. And then for our our front desk staff that we have, a lot of them come through us from either Wichita State, Friends University, Newman University. We try to really leverage the relationships and the universities in town. And most of them are coming to us either with a marketing degree, exercise science degree, or or something. But what I want us to become is like Chick-fil-A. So when people see Chick-fil-A on a resume, they say, I want to hire that person. I want I want other employers in Wichita to say, when they see Orange Theory on their resume, I want to hire that person. And so my goal as the owner of this business is, any individual that comes into our organization is I want to help them achieve what they came to achieve. Whether that be get some experience within the fitness industry and move on to something different or just need experience in general, want to find the next thing in their career, I want to help them find that path. And so really just when they come into Orange Theory, it's trying to leverage every strength that they bring to the table. So if I find someone has a journalism degree or a marketing degree, for an example, is how do you make them feel like they're, you know, able to contribute more than just answering the phone, you know, doing some customer service things, but actually giving them more skills that they can put on their resume that will help them later on down the road.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Now we're in the first quarter and of course everybody does a resolution thing and all that, but Help us understand what exactly, outside of the first quarter, does your business
3: solve? Yeah, absolutely. We create consistency and accountability is what we achieve. So everybody who sets those resolutions, I'm not sure the stat behind this, but, you know, most people say, I want to exercise more or eat better. Most times it lasts two to three weeks, maybe a month, but then they fall off the wagon. What we bring to the table is we create accountability. So, when people come into Orange Theory, we create, we have a community one that they enter into. So, like, say, I'll use the 5 a.m. class. So, we have a religious group of people that come to our 5 a.m. classes. If you don't show up, people notice. And so, it's like you have that accountability factor because people are around you. And also, with us being reservation based, you're reserving your spot in class for, so it's kind of giving you that, oh, I, I reserve my spot. It's not like I can just come whenever I want to. So, it's really trying to create that accountability factor. And we do a lot of things throughout the year. So right now, during the first quarter, we have Transformation Challenge. That, that, that kicks off in mid-January and lasts until mid-March. And so it's actually a... We had, oh, I think over... Between our two studios, over 200 people that registered for it. And it's over eight weeks. They're put on teams. And we do different challenges each week. So this week, right now, we're doing a hydration challenge. And I think Next week's going to be like an attendance challenge or something like that, and so we do a lot of things that create stickiness factors for them to want to make sure. fitness a priority in their lives. Jake, so we'll do.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, you said a hydration challenge, but you mean water, right? Like, not, yeah, water, um, water, not okay. yes, okay. water. <laughs> Just wanted water. to Maybe. clarify, you know, because yeah. I might be winning in the other hydration challenge. Yeah,
3: there you go. <laughs> yeah, you would. Well, hey, hey. Hey, but, but also we do, we do have no shower happy hours. So we go and have a workout on a Friday after work and then we go and either grab a drink or whatever. So we have no shower happy hours. So we do have some fun in there. I mean, we make fitness fun is really what we do. So, but yeah, I mean, to, to, to your question is we always, we create accountability throughout the year for people to feel connected to their fitness community. Because if you're one that goes to another big box gym, um, you're just a number. You're just another person that's coming through there. But at at Orange Theory, it's the cheers of the fitness industry. When they walk in, we know your name. We know who you are. And we build those connections with you. So if you're not there, we notice and we always want to make sure that people are there. So that's what we do throughout the year. We do a lot of fun activities throughout the year, like a marathon month. We do something called Hell Week. It's the last week of October and it's (sighs) the... uh, basically the hardest workouts you'll probably do. And we call it Hell Week and everybody gets a t-shirt at the end of it when you you get it done. So we create some fun little internal marketing things that our members love.
2: Excellent. One more question before I turn it back to E. You're a big time entrepreneur now. How do you define
3: success? Oh man, that's a big question. My definition of success has changed a lot of different ways. And sometimes it had been financial. Sometimes it had been Educational sometimes it's through growing my business, but you know I think for me when I look at success is if I can take a step back and look at all the people that are being impacted through Orange theory and my community work and knowing that you know my legacy, my family's legacy, will live on past me, that's what I define as success.
2: Excellent: that's
0: awesome. yeah I I, I get chills every time I hear about your story and man it's just it's inspiring. Well friends, it's time for us to hear a word from our sponsors. We're gonna hear from them and they'll we'll be back to hear more from Jacob Wayman.
3: At Evergy, seeing energy differently starts with
0: thinking differently about its impact and then committing to doing better every day.
3: As we continue to expand our investment in renewable resources, capturing more wind, gathering more sunshine, we're able to generate power that's cleaner. And provide it to you more affordably reliable sustainable affordable
0: energy that puts you first that's everything to us evergy the utility company at coke our wichita roots run deep as part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's k o c h i c t.com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Jacob Wayman, and owner of, co-owner, I should say, I don't want Reagan to be upset, (laughs) of Orange Theory. So, fun fact, you know, we just got done having an open house kind of sales party for uh, something big that just happened for Orange Theory. You want to talk about that?
3: Yeah, I didn't mention it earlier, but those probably already know that are listening to this, but we are opening a downtown Orange Theory Fitness. We're planning on opening mid to late May, but yeah, we just had our pre-sales launch party. So it was kind of this kickoff for us to really start seeing a ton of orange downtown. I mean, that is really our goal is for everybody to just look around the corner, you see orange, you look around that corner, you see orange and it's orange theory everywhere. But yeah, so, so we're really pumped for this. I mean, this is something we've had in the works for a long, long time.
0: Tell us where the new location is. I'm really excited about this because it's at a place where I feel like I can, I can go have a snack and then come over and work it out.
3: Yeah. It, honestly, like I couldn't, have, we couldn't have been more fortunate for this location. We're going to be right in, in the middle of downtown Wichita and Napster Park right next door to Homegrown. I mean, uh-huh. you have everything you want. You can have a great workout, go get a great brunch. And then you can go hang out on the turf out there and just, you know, soak up the sun. And watch whatever's on
0: the Evergy screen.
3: Absolutely. I mean, it is is the one place, like I had my eyes on that location for a long, long time, but there wasn't anything available that fit what we needed. And then through relationships in the community, Paul Lavender actually gave me a call from Thrive Restaurant Group. And it was before they announced Peace Love Pie was going to be closing. And and ask if we were still looking, and I said absolutely. And so, in a way, it's a win-win for everybody because they wanted to get an awesome neighbor to Homegrown, and we wanted an okay. awesome neighbor to us and a great location. So, yeah, Master that's Park perfect. Central Park of Wichita. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and shout out to Paul Lavender. He's one of my favorite people as well. So, thanks, Paul, for the connection he would, and he the call. Say that's, that. that's
3: awesome.
0: Yes, he would. I, I guarantee it. Hey, so, I'm it's a
3: leadership know. Wichita connection.
0: That's right. Jacob, you know, I'm really just proud of the success in you and your perseverance. You guys started in 2020 at the beginning of the year right before the pandemic. And I know you've been talking about expanding downtown for quite some time, but it was delayed, but you still made mm-hmm. it happen. Do you want to kind of share with the listeners about that story?
3: Yeah, so what's what's funny about that is I had for my business loan, I had to develop a business plan. So I submitted that to my banker and I look back on that business plan and it was all about expansion immediately. We thought by the end of 2020, we were going to be in our, our third location or building our third location, but that was in 2020. But everybody knows what happened in the first quarter of, of 2020. What a pandemic. And for the like in the fitness industry, it wasn't really friendly for us because yeah. no one wanted to be around people. And that's what our business well, is built on is being around people. And so it was. it's very looking back and reflecting on it. Sometimes I want to block it out like it never happened, but it taught us a lot through that process. So I remember we celebrated our grand reopening with the chamber on Monday of that week. And by Friday, we were shut down. And it was a good place for us to hard reset on Orange Theory. So I mean, the benefits was for us to take a step back and say, okay, what do we want Orange Theory to be in Wichita with us as the new owners? Because We jumped on a ship that was already moving because there was a previous owner and we just transitioned in a day. And so as I look back, the silver lining with the pandemic was for us to really reset and say, hey, what do we want our organization to look like? And when we reopened after the shutdown, we were at reduced capacity for 18 months and we lost... Over half our members from the pandemic that didn't want to return because of just safety, those sort of things, a lot of stuff that went into that, but we were able to regain that. And then now we're finally actually able to see our business plans through, even though it's three years later. I mean, we're finally in a place now that we're able to have this expansion plans and. I couldn't be more excited, but the pandemic was a good learning lesson for us. I mean, we got down to a place where we were. I think we had enough enough cash in the bank to make one more payroll until the the PPP came into play. And so, yeah, so it's something yeah, that that's you a know.
0: scary, scary thing to go through. And for you to look at the bank account after you've just decided to open and say, "Man, literally, this is it. If something doesn't happen or change right now, we are no longer." And, you know, that uh, that is a testament within itself. And yeah. and you made it through
3: one. And it goes back to why relationships matter, because our bank is Emprise bank and we have a really great relationship with them. But it's because you build those relationships. A lot of people think, oh, I don't need the banking relationship till I really need it. But yeah. having those consistent relationships, whether it be your accountant, your attorney, your bank, what have you, it's always making sure that you have those because in a time of need, you're able to pick up the phone and they're going to answer.
0: Yeah, relationships are so important and critical, and people don't understand that. But you're absolutely right, which kind of makes me think about you as a person and your personal brand. And so, I guess my question to you is do you think or do you see a difference between your business brand and your personal brand? What does that look like?
3: That's a great question. I don't. I don't see a difference between my personal or my business brand. I mean, I feel like personal. I'm the same person no matter what I show up in. If I whether I'm showing up at a Rotary meeting, a, a business meeting, a nonprofit board meeting, anything. I mean, I am the same person regardless in that environment, and that's the brand that I want to bring there. And it's somebody who's positive, that brings joy to the room, and wants to make a difference no matter where he's at. Mm-hmm.
0: I, and, and I love that, and I see that. You know, so one last question before so, before yeah, I turn it over time to time Don time is, time. Don. you know, you moved back to Wichita, oh, you back and, and but why Wichita? You decided to start your businesses here. You decided to impact community in a number of ways through entrepreneurship avenues. You know, you, you did a study in Dallas. You lived in Kansas City. But you came back here. Why? You came back here.
3: Why? Yeah. So a lot of it has to do with my family. I came back for my family and my intention was only to stay for a couple of years. I was going to move back, figure out what I wanted to do and maybe move on to Dallas or Denver or back to Kansas City. But what what I found in Wichita that I haven't found anywhere else is if you want to get involved and you want to make a difference, all you have to do is raise your hand and say, I want to get engaged. And that's what Wichita has shown me. I mean, I don't know of any other market that I would have been able to Become a business owner, become a business owner of Orange Theory Fitness. When I talk to others in other markets, own Orange Theories, and they're like, You purchase these these Orange Theories and it's kind of shock to them, but it that's because it's the switch talk community because of the relationships that you're here. And I mean I don't think I would be able to, to make this much of a difference in another community if I if I wasn't here.
2: Just one more question, I think. You shared about the big plans going on at NASCAR parks by Evergy Pavilion and the Evergy Big Screen. That's going to happen in a few months, right?
3: Yeah, plan is to be open in mid to late May, but come the warmer months, March, April, you're going to be seeing some outdoor workouts right there on that turf, right Right below the big screen.
2: So we know what's happening in a few months. Tell us what's going on in five years from now.
3: That's a great question. I mean, if you asked me five years ago what I've been doing now, I probably wouldn't tell you this. So (laughs) that's a difficult question. I think philosophically for me in five years, I, I want to be impacting other entrepreneurs. I want to be in a place where I'm investing in other entrepreneurs, whether that be financially or whether that be through my knowledge, everything that I've been through and kind of sharing lessons to them. But in five years from now, I'm hopeful that I'm still making an impact in Wichita, whether it be through Orange Theory or through other avenues that I'm involved with. It could be expansions of Orange Theory in other markets here and around the Wichita area. Hopefully at that point in time, I'm still making that impact. And like I said, I mean, my my future goal is to help entrepreneurs get their start.
2: Excellent. And in five to 10 years, you're going to be writing a uh, biography,
3: by the way. What's the name of it? A biography. You're going to be great. Keep going.
2: Oh, I like, that. Oh, that, I was like pre- that. That was pretty cool. That's better than what Ebony could come up with. So that's pretty oh, cool. Wow.
3: Oh, wow. Well, so, so for, so, so for those, that me, I, I, those that don't know me, I'm a quote person. So I, I get, I love giving quotes. I love giving coasters that have quotes yeah. on them and just some things that I, I love quotes. And so I like sharing those people and that one's in here And that's one of my favorite quotes because it is, I mean, you just got to, got to keep going and know that, you know, it's the path isn't always straight. It's going to be rough, but there's greatness on the other side.
0: Is that one of the, is that the one you sent out the Christmas before last? He sends great Christmas gifts, by the way, with wonderful quotes.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think, th- I think that was, I think that was in 21, I think is when that yeah. was is funny. I have, I actually have three of them right here that I've sent out in the past that are sitting there. So, you know, one thing I'd like to, I tell college students when I have the opportunity to speak to them is, is stand out, you know, yes. find a way that, you know, you're going to be impactful and stand out because those that go the extra mile are noticed and, yeah, you know, yeah, and sure. it's, and it's something that I, I look for a lot and in, in folks that I hire.
2: Excellent. You got anything else?
0: Yeah, before we turn it back over to Don, I just I would let you know you said you're quotes person. Talk to us a little bit about where you get your inspiration from, because it's I I know you're an avid reader. I know you study and do so many things. Where do you get some of that inspiration?
3: It's something that I've done religiously for the past I'd say going on six or seven years. I started when I was in Kansas City. Was I journal every morning? So I have a, a routine that I go through every morning where you know I focus on. Um, what I'm grateful for was my daily affirmation. And then I do a devotion from there. And so that's something that I've found for me to gain inspiration is just to be able to just write and be able to reflect on what's happening in my life. But then also I, I love to listen to podcasts. And like Evan said, I'm I'm an avid reader, but the podcasts I really like are Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast is one mm-hmm. that I that I religiously listen to the, the uh, wichita chamber podcast as well I mean, so, that's the one. best
0: one obviously
3: well and then and, and andy Stanley's another one i i i tap into a lot i mean there's a lot of them that i that i look at and, and gain information from and i try to read about a couple books every quarter that are just either focus on business development leadership development personal development but one thing that i say really has it's helped me a lot is that daily journaling that i do
0: that's pretty awesome and you've been a part of the Chamber for how long?
3: I've been active with the Chamber since I moved back to Wichita, but yeah. a member of the Chamber through Orange Theory since, I mean, that was the first thing we did when we when we bought the organizations is I got a membership with the Chamber.
0: And I think it's, a, but I've always seen you, even before you had the business, you were always actively engaged. And the Chamber is one of those things that is is a necessity to have and the connections that you gain from it is just invaluable. Can you share some of the benefits and resources and reasons why you're involved with the Chamber?
3: Well, I've seen the Chamber impact me personally and also impact my business in tremendous ways. I mean, currently right now, I'm active on the Small Business Committee. So uh, it's with Angie Elliott, um, I think we have 15 other business, small business owners that are involved in this group. And then I'm also mm-hmm. involved in uh, the Leadership Wichita Trustees. I mean, I went through Leadership Wichita in 2017. and That was an okay the-
0: year, I guess
3: that was the best year ever uh,
0: okay that-
3: but i mean there was it, leadership wichita was one of the most impactful um impactful programs that i went through in wichita because it opened my eyes to so many different things that this community has to its advantages and also what things that are that are going you know wrong in the um in the community and how we can help be a part of it i mm-hmm. mean during that time is when a lot of my focus came towards the nonprofit side of, of my involvement in this community because I saw there was a need there. So that's those are ways I've been involved in mean, through when I was at EDE, I was the representative for the organization for the chamber. So, I mean, since I've moved back, I've always frequented the networking events to start out with, but then I've actually gotten more involved in just through the chamber and how to move the community forward.
0: That's perfect. Well, thank you, Jacob. That's all I have. Now it's time for for Don to harass you. Oh wow,
2: wow. Well, Jacob, my man, you've dealt with Ebony long enough. Welcome to my world. Just think, if it was just every day, like a drip on the rock, this he would you love have to it. Do it
3: once. Hey, Don was my mentor in the mentoring program that the chamber has. So I, I, yep. I, I I've been there with them. Yeah. See, see.
2: Okay. So I'm gonna have some fun because you know what. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> We're going to have some fun, Jacob. We're going to do a word association. I'll give you one word You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready, sir?
3: Let's go. Leader. I, man, that this is hard. I'm like thinking of like a word that. Oh, <laughs> okay. I would say everyone. Success. Impact. College. Investment.
2: I'm just going to throw this one in here. High school. What high school did you go to? I forgot to ask Derby.
3: that question. I went That's to Derby okay. High School.
2: At least yeah, it wasn't Southeast, through. so <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it, is,
3: it is good. Hey. Failure. Needed. Entrepreneur. Focus. Wichita. There's a lot of things I would define Wichita as with one word. Oh. Hit me with that again with Wichita. I'm trying to think of the word that I'm, okay. that I'm, that I'm thinking of. We can circle back vacation. What is that?
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll take the three words on that. Hero. My dad. Wichita chamber. Resource. Family.
3: Loved. Fun. The lake. Back to Wichita. How do I say this? It's a lot of words, but it's on the brink of greatness.
2: Okay. That's pretty darn cool. Last but not least, and you got to tell the truth about this one.
3: Beverage. I like beer. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like uh, a fitness guy likes beers.
0: I,
2: love it. To I be, love it.
3: We want you to be real on this, on this podcast.
0: Well, friends, well, we appreciate you tuning in and listening to this week's segment. Make certain that you check us out again. Leave a comment on who you want to hear from next time. Jacob, we appreciate you. Thank you for being here, sir.
3: Thank you so much, both of you. I, I, it's a, a privilege to be on here. And thanks so much for the opportunity.
0: Till next time, friends. Peace.